Hi, and welcome to Leah Speaks, a weekly podcast that discusses hot topic issues or anything involving Gen Z. Here, we create dialogue or add to ongoing dialogue about the things impacting our generation or things that we just find interesting in general. I'm Leah Nicole, and welcome to episode two of Leah Speaks. Today, we're going to be talking about Wakanda Forever and what it means to Black Gen Zers. So let's get into it. Potential spoilers ahead. So Wakanda Forever came out about two weeks ago, which I guess kind of makes it old news. But since this is the first time I'm talking about it, it's new news. I've seen the movie twice already. I think by the time this episode drops, I'll have seen it four times. Am I obsessed? Probably, but how could you not be? For anyone out there who has never heard of Black Panther, never seen it before, first of all, what's the matter with you? Second of all, I'm offended. And third of all, actually, I don't have a third of all, but Wakanda Forever is the sequel of the Academy Award-winning, Grammy-nominated, epic superhero Marvel film Black Panther, which featured the late great Chadwick Boseman as King T'Challa, the king of Wakanda, an isolated African country holding mounds of vibranium, which is a super powerful metal. And basically, the film follows T'Challa as he attempts to prevent vibranium from getting into the wrong hands. The cast also included Michael B. Jordan as Eric Killmonger, T'Challa's distant and enraged cousin, Letitia Wright as Princess Shuri, sister of T'Challa, Lupita Nyong'o as Spy Nokia and love interest of T'Challa, Angela Bassett as Queen Ramonda of Wakanda, Denai Guerrera, Winston Duke, Daniel Kalua, and so many other beautiful, talented Black folk in this film. So before the second film was made, Chadwick Boseman passed away, which was absolutely tragic. The impact this man left on audiences, his co-stars, and young people around the world is astounding, and he will always be remembered. I think the second film commemorated him really beautifully. The second film follows Queen Ramonda, Princess Shuri, and the others after the passing of King T'Challa. They're still trying to protect vibranium from outside forces. However, a new enemy arrives, and it's not one who you suspect. In this film, we are introduced to the Talakan, a beautiful underwater world ruled by the passionate, strong, and ferocious Namor, who is played by new cast member Tenochtitlan. So I'm not going to go into much detail, but the Talakan and the Wakandans get into it. Some serious stuff goes down, and it was really exhilarating to watch it all happen. And I think what's also amazing about the film, specifically with the Talakan, is that they are descendants of Mayan people, and they are an indigenous Mexican community. Right. So why am I just going on and on about this movie? The podcast is supposed to be about Gen Z. Well, I wanted to talk about the impact a film like Wakanda Forever has on Gen Zers, especially young Black Gen Zers, and what it means to them. Some people may think it's just a movie; it's not that deep. But for many young people of color like myself, Wakanda Forever isn't just a movie; it's life-altering, and it reimagines Black narratives and stories. And so, I want to use this episode to lend the mic to others like myself. To who Wakanda Forever is more than just a film. 
So, you saw Black Panther. I did see Black Panther. What did you think of it? I loved it. That was Kamal Nosekire. He's a college student studying theater. I loved it. What made you love it? I just really enjoyed seeing Black excellence on screen, of course, but I also thought that the story and just all of it was like very well done and very well executed. Brian Coogler deserves an award. And that's Lydia Williams, a college student majoring in political science. Total strangers on completely different paths, yet the film resonates with both of them in similar ways. Is this film means meaningful to you and in what ways? Um, yes, without spoiling anything, it is very much a black woman-led film, which I just love to see. For me, I like to see black people being good on screen, you know what I mean? Mm. As opposed to other stereotypes and... Watching a character operate as they are and like operate in who they are is different than watching a character watching like a black character operate as like a caricature of blackness, right? Like black people are like very intersectional, like we're not at all monolithic. So when you are watching somebody operate at the highest level of who they are, um, it's a lot more inspiring than watching someone operate at like what they perceive blackness to be or what the audience would perceive blackness to be. The Black Panther movies do something, even though it's fantasy, It does a good job of showcasing what we were like in Africa before the slave trade. A lot of the movies that come out represent black culture now or black culture in America as opposed to our our roots in history. And even though this isn't like accurate to history, this does a good way of showing us not as something that has had a white influence over it. What makes Wakanda Forever different from other films you've seen with predominantly black cast? I think what makes Wakanda Forever different is that the focus is not entirely on struggle. Naturally, like within, obviously we know Wakanda like was never colonized, and so that's kind of the context that you're coming from. So I think what makes it different is it's not a story about struggle. It's a story about like real-life human things that happen, all of the characters are treated as like their, the fullness of their humanity rather than just like the color of their skin. It is that level of care put in to showcasing not what we are usually seen as. But I'd say it's that that makes it different, that reach back in time almost, even though it's, it's, it's current, but it feels like a reach back in time to a place where we had more command over what we were like over what our spaces were like. So why is it important that to have depictions like this of black people and that films like this exist? Of course, like naturally representation matters. It's important for especially like young black kids to kind of see themselves reflected in media, but also important to um, like as like a college student to see myself reflected in like other worlds that are like maybe imaginary, but uh, I think there's a form of like escapism there as well future, I always think, like the, the children to see what can be instead of what is, even though what can be is what was. It's good to see that like there can be more nuances within you, within your people, within your family, within your friends, than what you might see within a day, what you might see on your block, in your neighborhood, in your country.
or even what you might see in the media presented in those things. And so to be able to go and say, okay, this can also be what I can present or portray, then I think that's important for young people to see. Representation matters. Representation matters. Yeah. Representation does matter. Exactly. And I'd also say what the good representation matters. The right mm-hmm. representation matters. Not just seeing yourself on TV, but seeing yourself on TV representing something positive matters. Right. And it doesn't always have to be positive. I, as an actor, I want to play the bad guy sometimes. I want to play the... I want to play the villain. So I'm not saying that, like, it must always be good representation. I'm just saying that good representation does matter. Nuanced representation. Nuanced representation So if you're playing a bad matter. guy, you don't it want the bad go, guy to be, like, a drug dealer. Or exactly. Something like. I want it to be, I'm a black actor playing a bad guy, not a black actor playing a black bad guy, and he's mm-hmm. bad. He's bad because he's black. And so I think with more representation and more nuance, you're able to make those distinctions between people being bad because they're black or people being bad because they're a bad person. How do you feel about the spotlighting of black women in this film and black women um, heroines? Um, I think it just makes me feel proud um, to be a black woman, but also like inspired to kind of continue to um, excel on like my path and operate at that high level. Um, I feel good about it. It feels honest, I would say. Like it doesn't feel forced. It didn't, it didn't feel like we are highlighting black women in this film just to showcase black women and hit a quota or something. Mm -hmm. As a young black man or as a young black actor, in what ways is this film meaningful to you or why is it meaningful to you? It provides space for there to be new stories. Mm -hmm. It provides space for me to write something. Um, It provides inspiration. It provides a level for adjacentness to happen through this other art that is authentic and true to like what we can be without this societal input can be important to crafting new types of art. It's important for the step that it took and the step that can come after it. It's so incredibly important that depictions of people of color like these exist because we deserve stories where our rich history and cultures are celebrated and where we can be superheroes. Often, black and brown stories are told through a struggle lens, as my friends mentioned. But Wakanda Forever highlights the strength, beauty, and joy of these communities, not their trauma. It is so crucial to have stories that focus on black and brown joy because we don't see them often. If young people can see themselves as brilliant scientists, clever college students, and elegant warriors as opposed to drug dealers, slaves, or thugs, then this can lead to the complete reconfiguring of their sense of self and potential. That we are entitled to the luxury of being anything we want to be and not what society may define us as. I love this movie so much. It meant the world to me, and I hope that every young black and brown person who sees it feels freed. Free to be you, free to write your own story, and free to be joyful. Because you deserve it. Part of the film? My favorite part of the film was. It's either the mid credit scene or after Shuri takes the heart shaped herb and goes to the ancestral plane and sees Killmonger. Oh my god! I respectfully lost my mind. (laughs) I saw it twice. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm gonna go home and see it again. That was one of my favorite scenes though. Thank you.
and that's all for today. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Leah Speaks about Wakanda Forever and what it means to Black Gen Zers. I'm Leah Nicole, and for more episodes, go to amnextgen.com. See you soon.